0: Welcome to the show another Tuesday evening.
1: Mark Aram and pals with you till 8 in the p.m. Before we get to our dessert tonight we got to eat our dinner. Deb Green, executive producer of the Mark Aram Show. What was that famous line, you you can't get any pudding? If you
2: don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat?
1: What was that, the Doors? Yes. (laughs) Just kidding, who was that? (laughs) Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, that's right. So we can't get our pudding, Bill Crane, until we eat our meat. Uh, So we're going to get the meat on the table today. WSB political analyst Bill Crane joining us live in studio on the Mark Aram Show. And staying over, because he's just that kind of a guy Your favorite host of Atlanta's Evening News and mine, Eric Erickson. How are you, Eric? I'm good. How are you? All right, so um, obviously a lot of big breaking news today. Let's assume people are just getting in their car. They're getting off of work. They've been disconnected from social media and news today, Bill Crane. What happened in D.C.? Catch the people up on what's going on right now.
3: Well, there has been brewing controversy over the weekend about the president's conversation, apparently back in July, with the president of Ukraine. No relation. Uh, they were discussing a number of things. He was congratulating him on being re- elected and plans to continue to clean up controversy and and scandal in the government of the Ukraine. And, and according to a whistleblower's report that was filed earlier this month that the inspector general released or announced was in hand September the 17th on Constitution Day, um, the president raised during the phone conversation um, – Details about the presidential race and Joe Biden's son being involved in Ukraine. What happened today, relative to that, was over the over the weekend, number of Democrats in Congress who had previously resisted calls for beginning impeachment proceedings changed their tune. Here in Georgia, John Lewis, who's very close to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, among them, Hank Johnson of Georgia, um, and the Speaker held meetings this afternoon at four and at five o'clock came out of those closed-door chambers and said we're going to begin formal impeachment inquiry. It doesn't mean trial yet. It just means hearing. Mm-hmm against President Trump and here are the issues.
1: What does that mean, Eric, uh, for the political landscape? The inquiry has
4: begun into impeachment. Yeah, so they want to find out what actually happened. Um, They want to talk to the whistleblower. They want to review the transcript. They probably want to talk to some of the people that are no longer in the administration like John Bolton and Russ Vogt, uh, who is there, Dan the the acting head of OMB, and Dan Coates as well. Bring them in. Find out their view of it. The, The White House spin has been pretty consistent here since the story came out that was about corruption and the president thinking the money was going to be wasted, not about Joe Biden. But we will see. If they think there's enough evidence to build a case of impeachment, then they will move everything to the Judiciary Committee to draft articles of impeachment. About two hours
1: before Nancy Pelosi's uh, announcement about the inquiry of impeachment, President Trump tweeted out that he's going to release the, the full unredacted conversation, the text between him and the Ukrainian president. But... Uh, I think the Democrats, as you mentioned, Bill, want to see the whistleblower report as well, right? What's the difference there?
3: Well, we don't know what the whistleblower said. We don't even know who the whistleblower actually is. It's probably not, as Eric was just mentioning, several senior members of the administration who are no longer, no longer in the national security apparatus, but who will probably be called by Congress to testify, including his immediate past former national security director, his former uh, national security advisor um that's you know kind of the downside of all the turnover you've had in the white house not all those folks left happy gotcha um Eric, talking to Eric
1: Erickson and Bill Crane on the Mark Aram Show about the big breaking news out of D.C. Eric, obviously you're very connected in the halls of power in the nation's capital. Uh, What are you hearing from your folks on the right side of the aisle about today's development?
4: Nothing's going to change. Uh, The Republicans think all of their polling shows people don't want impeachment. Uh, People think that the Democrats have already made up their mind on this, and so it, it doesn't have a lot of credibility. And the Republicans actually think this helps them in places like the 7th Congressional District and 6th Congressional District here in Georgia, where the polling in those district shows, most swing voters are opposed to impeachment. Now, the problem here is that as this goes forward and they move towards impeachment, who knows what they'll turn up. That polling could shift. If it shifts pretty dramatically, uh, you may start seeing Republicans thinking, hmm, President Pence ain't so bad.
1: Uh, Bill, the, the Speaker of the House has been very reluctant to get this process going, and it took—you mentioned this Ukraine uh, dust-up and the whistleblower report—to even get her to consider this. And had the uh, the, uh, the hearings today announcing the inquiry of impeachment. Does she get credibility at all for for not you know rushing to the goal line on this and taking her time? and not jumping to uh, to try for, to impeach six, eight months ago.
3: I think she does. And and you also have to remember that even though the majority of Democratic presidential candidates have been calling for impeachment, if we were actually already in impeachment proceedings, they'd be getting no attention. So there's, there's not a win-win here for the Democratic Party. If they get full impeachment inquiry underway and it goes into a trial after the articles of impeachment are, tra- are crafted, that will be the news story of the day out of Washington, not what Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, or Joe Biden are saying in a given day. And... As Eric and others have been pointing out, Joe Biden has some issues here with the same issue and some prior conversations he had with the prior government of Ukraine about getting rid of a prosecutor, supposedly again tied to this same issue. Um, that was at the time investigating his son, and he was alerted to that investigation by the New York Times in to, in 2015. So he also has some questions to answer, although he's not being reviewed or criticized at this time by House Democrats.
1: But but these these two paths are not mutually exclusive, meaning uh, there, there could be dirty deeds done by both Biden and President Trump, right? correct. Mean, it's not one or the other. There both could be nefarious actions here. We just don't know yet. Bill Crane and Eric Erickson in studio on the uh, Mark Aram show. Eric Erickson, once again, uh, this... The speaker, speaker Pelosi had been reluctant to bring this forward um, because I think I would assume the majority of her concern would be the timing close, so close to the election year. We're getting closer and closer to the 2020 election. And this might make waves, uh, not to go inside Pelosi's head, but she probably said, listen, looks like we're doing well in the polls in, in the presidential race. Let's just ride this out, not create any big waves and, and let the voters decide in 2020 whether or not to get rid of President Trump. Does this this shift uh, make a seismic shift in the Democratic uh, campaign toward president
4: and the the campaign as a whole? Well, it certainly does now distract the candidates. Every one of them will have to be on record here. And uh, who knows what they will say. Pelosi can't control them. There are a lot of variables she can't control. It is worth noting one reason she decided to come out today is John Lewis from here in Georgia, who uh, has refused to take a position on impeachment, wanting Pelosi to lead. But Hank Johnson came out this morning, and, and John Lewis really wanted to get out there today. On this issue uh, with Ukraine. Now, th- the thing we got to remember about Pelosi doing this is she's not actually pushing for impeachment. They're they're making an inquiry, and some of the thinking from some of the Democrats is let's just get all this dirt out there, and then the presidential candidates can use it on the campaign trail.
1: We are awaiting the Republican response to the formal impeachment inquiry that it might happen during this hour of the show. If so, we'll bring it to you live. Uh, Bill Crane, you know, Eric brought up uh, a local politician. Um, John Lewis,
3: Republican Georgia lawmakers, have we heard from them yet? Do we expect to hear from them? Um, They'll wait for their leadership to comment first, but it does change the dynamic in in one respect. You have 24 Republican senators defending their seats with a four-seat majority for the U.S. Senate to be held in Republican hands. And it requires 66 votes by the Senate to confirm an impeachment. Uh, we've been hearing Mitch McConnell say multiple times impeachment is dead on arrival in the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. But when you have Susan Collins of Maine, two seats being defended in Georgia, and you roll into an election year where this is in the headlines, that math can change. And then the Senate may have to at least look at whatever the House brings forward.
1: Eric, even if the impeachment is dead on arrival in the Senate, uh, if it gets through the House, I mean, we're, we're going way down the road here right now. We don't even know if this is going to open up right. or not. But, but if it gets through the House and it passes does that change the game in any way for 2020?
4: Well, it it does to a degree that there will be an argument uh, that this should be taken out of the ballot box. In fact, James Comey today came out and said that this is an issue for the ballot box, not for Congress. Uh, But the the real issue here is, if it goes so far as articles of impeachment and goes to uh, the Senate, um, what will Republicans in seats like Tom Tillis and Susan Collins uh, and those do, and will they be persuaded? One of the big Differences between the Clinton impeachment and this is that happened after uh, President Clinton's reelection, but also because it was handled first by an independent counsel, it allowed the Clinton team a strategy because they knew from the report where things would go. With this, nobody knows where it's going to go, which keeps the president's team from being able to build their opposition game as things advance.
1: Do you we, think we will see? I'm sorry, Bill. Do you think, Eric, we will see the whistleblower report or, or will uh, Congress see behind closed doors? Is that going to be. Uh, push forward because it seems to me legally Congress does have the right and an oversight capacity to see that whistleblower report.
4: Right. I I think it's going to leak out one way or the other. You you may have a member of Congress stick it into the congressional record, and they've got constitutional protection if they were to do something like that. I think the report comes out. The question is, when you hold the report up and put it next to the transcript, does it comport with the transcript? Because, again, we know for certain that this whistleblower was not actually privy to the call, essentially hearing the basis of his complaint through office gossip.
3: We had others who were privy to the call, and I think it's a combination of the report and the testimony of those senior cabinet officials who are in the room with the president.
4: I, I'm, I'm
5: looking
1: at President Trump's Twitter feed. Uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> um, he's been he's been going active, thumb active. Exactly. But his pinned tweet right now, actually, I guess it would just be his last tweet, not a pinned tweet, is a fundraising video uh, kind of piggybacking on what what uh, Speaker Pelosi did today. Is this is this a big fundraising key for for the president's reelection,
4: Eric? Oh, yeah, listen, I, I absolutely think the president's going to be able to make hay over this. Our Republicans are livid. They think there's a double standard with Biden on this. And you know what? Another big difference between the Clinton impeachment and this and all the other scandals to come before it is we have President Twitter this time. We haven't had that in the past. He can push back in real time.
1: Indeed. He, ha- he has shown that he's quite yeah. capable at pushing back. Eric Erickson, host of Atlanta's Evening News and online at TheResurgent.com, where you can also find uh, world-famous Charles Thomas III, political insider, also contributing to uh, the research. I didn't know he could write. Yeah, well, he, he, with crayons.
5: With Not crayons. funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric, thanks for staying late. Bill Crane, uh, we'll see you on Channel 2 Action News. you got... Some something you want to talk about or tease ahead? What are you going to be talking about?
3: In addition to the matter we've been discussing, there's a new poll out on Democratic presidential candidates and their chances in Georgia. No surprise, Joe Biden greatly leads that back.
1: Interesting. All right, Bill Crane, WSB political analyst. You look fantastic, by the way. Well, thank you. You're the you're the only guest on the Mark Aram show that's better dressed than the host. <laughs> so I tip my hat to you. We'll watch you on Channel Two in just a bit. All right, we're going to come back. Um, I will take one segment of calls on this, and then we're moving on to dessert. We just ate our meat. Now, Deb Green's going to feed us our pudding. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Speaker of House Nancy Pelosi announces formal impeachment inquiry. You heard it. Inquiry? Inquiry? I can't get that word right, Chuck. Inquiry. 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 Uh, You heard it here live on WSB. We are awaiting the Republican response on this. Real quick, Fernando's in Stone Mountain. Fernando, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
6: Hey, Mark, uh, real quick, I want to just say, first of all, thank thank you and every other host uh, for giving me um, this free education and um, knowledge on this whole political atmosphere um, since I've been listening for the past few months now. Um, So I wanted to get uh, your take and uh, anybody else's take on this, because I want to know, like, um, the Democrats they seem um, overly eager to get rid of Trump. But mm-hmm. my thinking is that if they, if they do successfully get rid of Donald, uh, President Trump, um, they're just going to make uh, Mike Fent- Mike Pence the president. And I would think that he would
4: push the same agendas as Trump.
6: That
1: that was so, my first thought when when I woke up this afternoon and heard this. I'm like, do they really want a President Pence instead of a President Trump in 2020? And I would say, no, because the, the Democrats, if they have a chance to win in 2020, it's against President Trump. I think Mike Pence would be a stronger candidate, not to you know insult the uh, pro-Trump fans out there, but he's got no uh, dings in the armor, so to speak. All right, we're moving on. We're going to eat the pudding next after news weather and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Zoe Saldana, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show.
1: Zoe wants to do traffic on the Mark Aram Show. That'd be a welcome member of the, member of the triple team traffic, Zoe. Hey, welcome uh, back to the show, son of a biscuit malish. Still 88 degrees on Peachtree Street. Another record-breaking day. 8-8 eight, eight on the Mark Show Back Sweat Meter.
7: I thought we were turning a corner. Yeah, no. Getting no, in that the was fall weather.
1: Fake fall. Yeah, it was fake, fake fall. Um, one thing that is not fake news is WSB Radio, the breaking news you heard here. First, uh, Speaker Pelosi announces a formal impeachment inquiry. Inquiry? Inquiry? Inquiry. It sounds weird coming out I think of my it's mouth. it's just however you like to say it. You say it. I say, say inquiry. Inquiry. Yeah. Deb Green, executive producer of the Mark Am show.
2: I say inquiry as well.
1: But doesn't it sound weird? Inquiry. Well, I say
2: inquire about, but then yeah, yeah. inquiry.
1: Inquiry. Inquiring minds want to know. Inquiry. I don't know. <laughs> that's, we're, the, we're past that, it. that's the level of my expertise on this subject is I can't even figure out how to pronounce it Impeachment inquiry. But anyway, that being said, uh, if the Republicans' response comes up during the Mark Hamill show, I'll bring it to you live. We'll have complete coverage throughout the overnight hours, and of course, uh, all the coverage, including Jamie Dupree in Washington tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News at uh, 4:30 a.m. with our buddy Scott Slate. All right. So I mentioned we we ate our dinner. Now we're gonna have dessert. Speaking of foods, this is a topic I wanted to get to yesterday, but we had such a full show, I didn't get a chance to. So I carried it over. Deb Green found a list of. uh unique foods in each state so it's got all 50 states that's right there's 50 states not 57 there's 50 states 50. out there and this i don't know where you got this research from but
2: there's a link that i provide okay oh is there <laughs> oh yeah. yeah uh
1: it's on the internet USA it must today. be real USA yeah. on today. The uh the nation's newspaper usa today oh perfect um So every state has a unique food. Uh, Jason Byers, do you want to guess what the... He's filling in for Longoria, by the way, on the other side of the takeout window. Native Georgian, what is the food unique to Georgia, according to USA Today?
5: My only guess would be, like, ambrosia salad. Um, That, like, congealed salad. No, I, I mean, I had that grump in Connecticut. Yeah, that just seems very southern. It
1: is a very southern dish. Chuck, do you know what, what the most unique food to uh, Georgia is? Maybe something with pimento cheese. That, w- that would have been a good guess. I don't so know. So here it is, and this is something I've never done before. And I've heard of it, and people swear by it. Uh, the most unique food in the state of Georgia, according to USA Today, not me, um, is when you take a, a bottle of Coke and you put peanuts in it. And you drink it. You're, you're shaking your head. Yes, Jason.
5: Yes, I've seen that many times. It's boiled peanuts, though, isn't it? It doesn't say. Uh, it just says. I, why? I'm,
1: oh, my God. You should have seen the heat I took on uh, social media last week or two weeks why? ago.
7: Oh, for the boiled, boiled peanuts? Because they're so gross. Judd
1: was eating them. And I'm like, yeah. I've I've pretty much adopted everything Southern. I can't get on board with the boiled tea. No, they're filthy. The texture, they they're, yeah. It's, All right, and that's a native Georgian right there. Uh, so according to the USA Today, again, take this with a uh, peanuts and Coke, pop off a bottle of Coke, the cap off, pour in some shelled salted peanuts, let it fizzle up a little, and then drink it. Well, I, I, so I don't think it has to be boiled. I think it's seems just dangerous. <laughs> a choking just hazard? Choke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But everyone I've talked to that has had it swears by it. I guess it's the sweet salty oh, combo, maybe? but it, apparently it has to be in a glass bottle.
7: Now I don't. Oh, you're
1: not gonna jam them into a can? Yeah, exactly right. Well, those little uh, air airport airline cans. Those airline cans. Uh, so that I, don't, I mean I'm I'm not a Georgia native, so but that's, that that seems to be pretty unique. We didn't have that in Connecticut. I don't know if you had that yeah, in Montana. No, Do you no, want to no. guess what the uh, the food of Montana, the most unique food in Montana is? Ah, uh, I don't know. Rocky Mountain oysters. It exactly maybe. is Rocky Mountain Stop oysters. It is. Yeah,
8: hundred
1: yeah. <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah. In case you're wondering what Rocky Mountain oysters are, folks, they are uh, bull calf testicles. Yes, they're delicious. Breaded and fried, yep. and usually served at the distant. You said they're delicious. Oh, right, you yeah, had them? Oh,
7: yeah, they're the best. Really? Oh, they have whole festivals, like two weekend long festivals that are. Um, yeah, the big Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival over in Missoula. I'm an, <laughs> of it's course in Missoula. Yeah, I'm, I'm an adventurous fella. I don't think I'll ever try those. You wouldn't know. You would think that you were eating, like, a little beef cutlet or something. So that's what it tastes like? Yeah. You, you, honestly, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. So if I go to the
1: me Publ- to try
2: get some on the show? No, <laughs> no.
1: So if I go to the Publix in, in Missoula or Whitefish, do they have those, like,
7: calf testicles? On, they, do, they, the, don't, they don't. They won't generally have them there, but there's, like, if you just go to a butcher and stuff, you can get them. All right, but not in the meat section at Kroger no, or Publix? N- or? Not that I'm aware of, no. I never see how those are packaged. I went to the Hooterites to get mine. Do you get two per package? Yes. An odd number would be weird.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You You might want to shy away (laughs) if they're (laughs) an odd number. You get five. Anyway, (laughs) I got some more of these uh, exotic foods, unique foods to each state. I'll run through that list when we come back. 404 872 0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1 800 WSB Talk. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I think we need in studio mañana. Uh, bottled Coke and Peanuts, Deb Green Okay, I'll make it happen though, you don't have to do it I'll... I can
2: get you the bottled Coke, I usually have some Oh, My excellent. husband likes to mix it with his drinks so, yeah, And well, you have to have the Mexican Coke Is all right. it, Does it have to be bought regular or can it be Mexican? Uh,
5: I don't know, someone will know on the
1: on He's the a line. Georgian
2: native, you might know
5: He doesn't know anything <laughs> I, I think I think it's only the Mexican Coke that you can find in glass bottles at this point No, no, you can get them all
1: Really? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely Bob's in Gainesville Bob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show, how can I serve you, sir?
9: Hello, Mark. Hello, Bob. The Onion Heads USA Today are wrong again. (laughs) Okay, correct the Onion Heads. It's RC Cola and Peanuts, not Coke.
1: Really? I've never heard of that.
9: Yes, it is RC, not Coke. All right. Because RC's not around that much anymore in the bottles.
1: Is is that the most unique food item in Georgia, do you think, or do those Onion Heads get that wrong, too?
9: Uh, it's probably pretty unique to Georgia, but uh, you yeah, know you got other stuff too, with like catfish and uh, let's see, how about some poke salad
1: and stuff? Poke salad? Yeah. What's a, what's a poke salad?
9: Most people think it's a weed that grows down by the creeks and all that. Well, it actually is a weed, but yeah. it's quite edible. You pick it, you boil it,
1: and then you just put blue cheese dressing on it, or what are we putting on there?
9: Uh salt and pepper and, yeah, that kind of
1: stuff. All right, fair enough. Thank you for correcting the onion heads, Bob. I've heard Coke. I've never heard of R.C. Cola. I mean, Coke, and,
2: Atlanta. Yeah I, yeah,
1: I agree. I uh, agree. Marty's up next on the Mark Aaron Show. Hello, Marty.
5: How you doing, Mark?
1: What's up, brother?
4: Uh just wanted to throw out
9: Vidalia Onions, something that's, uh, you know, Home to uh, Georgia.
1: I do love me some Vidalia onions, and it's great. I've been traveling. I think. I, oh, I was in Vegas over the summer, and one of the appetizers on uh, at the restaurant was a Vidalia onion rings. I was like, Oh, look at that! Like they're. It's an international thing. What are you shaking your head, Chuck? You don't like the uh, Vidalia onions?
7: No. Really? Yeah, I can't stand them. Too sweet? Is that what's the deal? I just. I, I'm not a big onion fan. Oh, and I, t- I tried them. Everybody was theory. like, "Okay, I'll give it. I just don't like onions. You can almost eat them like an apple. I
9: mean. I mean, they're they're that good, and um, you know, they're not overpowering like a regular
1: onion. We'll have Chuck so, do that uh, tomorrow. Anyway, uh, yeah. enjoy the show, and just wanted to call in with that suggestion. I appreciate it, Marty. Yeah, but, I mean, literally, the only place you get Vidalia onions is in Georgia, right? They're they're grown only in Vidalia. It's a, it's a wonder like Tacoma, Washington didn't be like, you know what? Screw it, we're going to grow our own onions. These are Tacoma onions, you know.
7: No one else? don't no, have the same ring to I it. I understand,
1: but like <laughs> you would think a small a town that's struggling for an identity sure. would see what Vidalia's done and be like, Oh, screw it. Like the Idaho potato? Yeah. Brunswick onions. Springfield onions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something. Why not? Grow your own onion. They got Ka- their own stew. That's true. Kathy's up next on the program. Hello, Kathy. Hey, Mark. How's it
5: going? Excellent. What's
1: going on? Oh, uh, I
8: just wanted to say, I think the guy's wrong about the RC Cola. I do, too. Uh, Oh, native Georgian! I've never heard that, but always Coke and peanut is wonderful. You should give it a try.
1: All right, so it's a bottle of Coke, and what kind of peanuts do I need to get for this?
8: You know, my mom used to get the little bag of
1: lamps, salty peanuts. So, can would well, Planters all right? A can, of uh, a jar of Planters? Oh,
8: yeah, that'll I, work. Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be any particular kind. But she loved the little Coke. You know, they had back in the 60s. the
1: tiny little ones. How that many? How many peanuts? Bread? How many peanuts am I putting in there, Kath?
8: Many as you want. Okay. So
1: there is there's no minimum and many that will fit. All right, that's good. I don't know if there was a minimum maximum kind of thing. Like it's not a real southern treat unless you got three peanuts in there or something. You know, like it could have been Yeah. The, yeah. the rule. Like, uh, let's let's like, go with ten. Oh, you dumb Yankee. You only put six peanuts in there. Like I don't I don't want to avoid that conversation. Jeff is in Johns Creek. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram show.
10: Yeah, hey, I want to weigh in on the Peanuts and Coke thing, right? It's always been Peanuts and Coke. Uh, when I was a kid, I'm a native Georgian. We would go to South Carolina to visit the relatives. We would always stop the Georgia rest stop on the way back. It doesn't have to be in a bottle or a can. You would just pour it into a glass with Coke, Peanuts Oh, and coke. okay. Yeah, I know somebody from Georgia because I see him walking around with Peanuts and a Coke, and I go... Hey, I know you're here. The other thing is uh, bold peanuts. No, you don't put bold peanuts in in Coke. You 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 bold peanuts and you eat them. I'm a big uh, bold peanut I, man. I just, on, peanut. Uh, I just got word on
1: just got word on Twitter, uh, Jeff, uh, with the RC Cola. It's uh, RC Cola and walnuts in a, in a red Solo cup. That's that's what that guy was talking about. RC Cola, wet walnuts in a Solo cup. We're going to come back with little Sanjay and Would You Rather and more uh, unique foods from around the country. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Showing a good Tuesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Most of my family's here tonight, Deb Green, the executive producer of the program, wearing a Metallica, what album is that, what t-shirt is that, Justice for All, nice, 88, t- that's right in my prime high school years. Really? That was, oh Are you my. a
2: Metallica fan?
1: I, I buy as by osmosis. Yeah.
2: Okay, okay. I mean,
1: everyone listened to Metallica. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. My mom would never let me get a, a rock T-shirt like that. Your mom wouldn't let you No. Get it. Well, she and she I mean, until I was like 40, she bought all my clothes for me. So <laughs> it was I never got a rock T-shirt. Uh, but yeah, my whole school was dressed out in Metallica. Um, what was the, the big, big hit? It was. It was after that.
2: What do you mean in the nineties?
1: Yeah, that, like uh, Inter Sandman. Yes, Inter Sandman. Oh, yeah. That was a huge one. Anyway, uh, Deb Green's here. Chris, uh, Chris, we're going to call you Chris Byers now. Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window, filling in for Schlongoria. And then there's oh, Low T Chuck. Low. Little Sanjay's coming up in just a minute. Real quick, before we go back to the unique foods, um, is it just me? I, I, I know I'm Facebook friends with. Chuck, Jason, you're not on Facebook, are you? No, I am not. And Deb won't friend me, so I'm going to just direct this to Chuck. Is, yes, it, sir. is it just me, or every one of my friends' moms? So, like, my best friend, I'm, I'm friends with his mom on Facebook, whatever. Right. Like, are these the most hackable people on the planet? Yes. Like, I just got a message in the news break from my my friend Kathy Kennedy's mom. And she I get a message, you will not see believe the video I just found of you online. Like, what is it with moms getting hacked on Facebook?
7: I have no idea, but every single person that I get unsolicited messages from, it's always from a mother of a friend of mine. Yeah, or my mom's friends. I'm friends yeah. with them, too. Like,
1: they're the most hackable group of people in the world. I don't know. How do, how do you... I, I, what, are you just using password for I, your password? Yeah, or
7: 12345. And what's the... <laughs> what's the uh,
1: for all the, the scoundrel out there that are doing the hacking... Why are you hacking in a seventy-year-old lady's Facebook? What's the what's the upside to that?
7: I, I have no idea. Is it just because
1: it's just you know maybe. low-hanging fruit. What's the financial benefit of okay. getting Kathy it's no, Kennedy's maybe mom? Maybe it's part
7: of their training program and, the first, <laughs> and, and their, their level one hack. Is you level one keep, hack. Yeah, it's a this level is my one My best hack. friend's mom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, interesting. All right, I, <laughs> I have no idea. Like
1: I, like you've never been hacked? No, Longoria's never been. I, I don't get the and then and then the mom's got to post on the Facebook, hey, that I was hacked. Mean, those Russians got me. <laughs> yeah. If you get a friend request
7: for, like it's like it's just moms. I think it's just training wheels for
1: for the. I like it, that yeah. theory. All right. Uh, real quick before we go back, go get to little Sanjay some unique foods in each state. So for Connecticut, for me, steamed cheeseburger. That is truly a Connecticut item. Uh, it's very moist, and they they steam the cheese and the burger, and the cheese like drips down and like becomes like a coffin on the burger. Doesn't make it all. Soggy no, no, right. it, but it's delicious. Okay. Just, just Google okay. steamed cheeseburger. Okay. It's very good. Uh, Deb Green is from Wisconsin. Cheese curds. Yeah.
2: Oh, for gosh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Really, she, <laughs> Deb, Deb claims she brought in cheese curds for me to try.
2: And you it? looked at me like I was crazy. I can't and believe. And that I it gave them to Steve Craig, and yeah. he ate them in like two seconds.
1: Excellent. I, yeah, that's.
2: I'll bring some more in.
1: Here's yeah. one that uh, in your neighborhood, Chuck, Wyoming. Uh oh, jackalope summer sausage. Have you ever heard of that?
7: No, I have not.
1: It's a hickory-smoked salami-like summer sausage from Jackalope. But it's not a real a- animal, obviously. Yeah, so they just... It's a blend of rabbit, venison, and pork. I think okay. I should
7: actually try that. Yeah, that
1: would be good. Jackalope, South Dakota. Chislic? Well, I have no idea what I think you
2: might want to save that one for uh, Alex.
1: He's not listening. Tiny cubes of meat, traditionally lamb or mutton, deep-fried until crispy flavor with garlic, salt, or other seasoning. Oh. Texas Frito Pie... A yeah. bag of Fritos corn chips, which are spooned with chili and grated cheese. Actually, Neil Bortz introduced me to Frito Pie yeah. years ago. I'd never heard of such a thing. Uh, let's see, uh, Maryland barbecue muskrat. Ugh. Ever seen a muskrat?
7: Yeah, they're I disgusting. They're, they're like rats of yeah, the water.
1: Exactly, the water. Rats. Oh, who would eat that? They are water rats. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He is unique to the Mark Aram Show. You hear him every Tuesday and Thursday. He is Big Sanjay. What's going on, Sanjay? I'm doing well. I'm
6: feeling very
1: unique to the Mark Aram Show. All right, Alabama. Sanjay is from Alabama. And they don't have a unique food on this list, Deb. Barbecue ribs. That's it. That's not unique. That's so weird. I just That's noticed it. Alabama's not on this list.
2: I guess they're not original. Yeah.
1: You, you guys are... What about India? Is there a unique Indian food? All of it. Oh, uh, there's tandoori chicken, man. <laughs> tandoori chicken. Nice. <not laughs> anyway, all right. So is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer in studio. Please feel free to play along in your car. Can you get a little closer to the phone with your mouth, Silky? I certainly can. Is this a little better? Yeah, yeah 100% better. All right, go ahead. First question, okay. buddy. All right, number one, we're going to start
6: tough. Would you rather be cheated on by the love of your life or abandoned by all of your friends and family but not the love of your
1: life? You couldn't ask this question, you know, 40 minutes ago when my girlfriend wasn't listening, right? Uh, No, no, no. uh, I'm going to pick A. A. Because I can forgive. A cheating episode, I think. But to have all my friends and family abandon me, I, I, I don't know. think I can handle that.
2: Yeah, I, um, I have a lot of cousins that were kind of close. I mean, yeah. I think that'd be... Oh.
1: That's a whole support system right
2: It really there. is. So, yeah, I, I guess it could hurt me, yeah. Uh,
1: Chuck, your hot neighbor wife cheats on you, um, or all your friends and family abandon you except your
7: wife? Now, is this assuming that I have to keep her around? can I just divorce her <laughs> <or> and move on? <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess. I would, yeah, but I
6: mean, she's. she' is also assuming she's the
1: love of your life. Well, yeah, yeah, that's another you question. Yeah, so you walk? <laughs> would you rather walk on, walk in with her and Walt?
7: Well, <laughs> and you keep your family? I mean, yeah, <laughs> just for the photo. <laughs> or <yeah.
5: laughs> that would go viral.
7: Or your whole family you. I in don't. I don't want my whole family. Yeah, I agree. Friends. Yeah, I'd agree. have to take the cheating. Jason Byers.
5: Love my wife, but uh, yeah, it, she, If she cheated, then. Uh, you got to keep your friends and family. Yeah. What if she wow. cheated
1: on you with Jay Black? Does that change the dynamic? Completely. Okay. Totally. Fair enough. Next question, Sanjay. All right. Number two. Would you rather
6: have a no expenses personal driver or a no expenses personal jet?
1: Jet. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I don't mind driving, but if I can get a, personal, a private jet, no expenses. I'd be tooting all over the place. I
2: mean, traffic does suck, but I kind of don't mind driving. I like, you know, long hauls. If yeah. I can do that, it doesn't bother me. So, but a flight? Yeah. yeah
7: I, would, I would abuse
2: no that privilege.
7: I, I would abuse the pilot. Yeah. I, I actually enjoy driving. Yeah, it's, I don't mind I, driving. It's not bad. There's days it's, it's aggravating. Yeah. But overall, I think. When is Erickson going to get a private
1: jet, by the way?
5: Oh, we're working on
1: it. All right. Let let me know when that uh, happens. I'm, I'm, I'm going to dip out. my toes in that puppy. Jason.
5: You got to go with the jet. Yeah, 100%. I mean, driving?
1: 100%. Yeah. Next question, Sanjay.
6: All right. Would you rather be forced to share every video you've ever watched online to everyone you know or okay, never be able to watch any videos online again?
1: Ever. Does that include Netflix? Yes. Now, what if I get Netflix through Xfinity because it's available? So it's actually I'm watching it on my TV. It's not really online. No? (laughs) No kind of online. Still, there's streaming. no. Yeah, I count. cannot have everyone see the videos I've watched. There's just no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting rid of future videos. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I would. I, no, not going to happen. Like so, you're saying every my, my parents would see what I've watched online. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. No. 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 I can't do that.
2: I have a great out. I was a producer for some Broco shows, and we yeah. had really bad videos to watch. So that's that'll be my out. I'll, you can you watch.
7: Just blame it on that.
2: Well, most of it was true. All right
7: <laughs> Fair enough, Chuck. There is no chance in China I'm <laughs> letting anyone see the videos Yeah, online? No, uh-huh. that's that. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I would be. There's nothing you could put after. Nope. There's, I can't think of a thing you could put nope. after that would make me go, yeah, I'll let you see all yeah, the videos I watch chance. online.
5: Not
1: a chance, <laughs> no. Jason Byers. You're could, a fine, upstanding man.
5: Could you front load all the videos that they're watching to where they just get bored and yeah. then
1: like a lot tune of puppy out? videos
5: first, yeah, and then they tune
1: out, Sanjay, Or no, or the most sure. egregious yeah, ones not first? Not random. You, I'll let you pick the order. <laughs> oh,
7: then
5: absolutely, I'll front load it with all the boring just, stuff. They'd never get to anything. I'll just fast forward it. We got fast forward capabilities, buyers. I'll get to your
1: dirt. Oh, that was a good question, yeah. Sanjay. All right, next one. All right, would you rather be
6: blind or deaf? For
1: twenty four hours. I'm. All, I think I'm already going deaf, so I'm going to choose that. we My and I went out to dinner last Saturday, and I, The waiter. I, it's not just like right now talking. It's fine, but if I'm in a noisy restaurant, oh, I have a hard time filtering I, it out. The guy. The guy looked at me, uh, was talking to me, and I, I was like, "I'm sorry, man, I can't hear a word you're saying." And he repeated, "He's like, do you want water or something else? You know, whatever it was." And then he asked something else, and I look at Maya, I'm like, what did he say? And, he, and Maya's like, yeah, he really can't hear you. What, what, we'll take the crab dip, I think is what, what she said or whatever. But so, I, yeah, I'm going deaf for 24 hours because there are times, I don't know what kind of uh, hearing hearing loss, uh, whatever it is. Like something's degrading. Where if I'm in a busy restaurant, I can't hear yeah. boo. Yeah. There's probably a, a certain thing that's called that. I don't know.
2: Um, I have to be blind. It's twenty-four hours without music. Music,
7: crazy. yeah, Deb Green, definitely. Chuck, I would,
2: I would, wouldn't.
7: wouldn't <laughs> I say this. It yeah. sounds horrible the way I'm gonna phrase it, but I wouldn't mind being blind for 24 God. Are you listening, hours. God? Are you I, listening? <laughs> Chuck wants to be blind for twenty-four um, hours. I would like to, because without my hearing, I think I could still function for the most part. Yeah, I would. I'd be interested to see what it'd be like. How I would adjust to being blind versus deaf. All right. I'd go deaf. Yeah.
5: Because, I, I don't know, just the not being able to see anything those, that's coming around you. and You want to see all those weird videos.
1: I was just seeing right. that. Now that. I, I just yeah. thought about the exactly. videos. <laughs>
5: Can't front load those,
1: my friend. You got one more, or was that it, Sanjay?
6: I do, I do. Would you rather have your wallet or your cell phone stolen?
7: Wallet. Uh, yeah, wallet. I don't
2: have any
7: money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, take my wallet. What about
2: the driver's
6: license and the credit cards? It takes two seconds to that get that stuff. Yeah, I, I've lost either. my wallet
1: before. Yeah, It's it's a bigger pain to lose your cell phone than your wallet, for sure. Yeah.
5: Much more expensive to lose your cell phone.
7: Yeah,
1: exactly right. Yeah,
5: yeah. if you lose your cell phone, then all the incriminating videos around there. Exactly
1: right, exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Sanjay, believe it or not, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. You can find him on Facebook. Brass tax accounting. Uh, stellar job tonight, Sanjay. Well done, my Thanks, friend. buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right, uh, Maya just texted me on the Piccadilly Hotline. Thanks, thanks for asking that question, Sanjay. I'm gonna. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you tonight when I'm uh, when I'm on my front porch, kicked out. Got it. <laughs> All right, see you, Sanjay. Uh, Mike joins us in Grayson. Mike, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the show. All
10: right, thanks. Good to talk to you. Likewise, Hi. buddy. Uh, and uh, great shout out to the bananas. Great crew you have. There. Love the bananas. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say one thing about the earlier caller that talked about the RC Cola. The only thing that I've heard about RC Cola
1: is it goes with a Moon Pie. That's what people on Twitter said. RC Cola and Moon Pie is the combo. Coke and Peanuts is the other combo.
10: Exactly. They used to market those two products together years ago.
1: Yeah. I can't remember the last time I saw an RC Cola anywhere. No idea. Peanuts and Coke and other food oddities that are unique to states around these United States. Plus, I want to talk about the, uh, the legendary Dust Buster. Remember those guys, the Dustbusters? We're going to talk about that tonight, because why not? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Twenty-four, Still 87 degrees on Peachtree Street. Yeah, it's an 8 on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Unique foods to a state, North Carolina, no thanks. It's called liver mush, Deb. Pork, liver, mushed together with big morsels of pig head meat and cornmeal. No thanks. Formed into rectangles and fried. North Dakota, another of Chuck's neighbors. The fifth bro hot dog. A beef frank topped with cream cheese, mango relish, and Padang pineapple sriracha. What the hell's going on in North Dakota? What the hell's going on? I, I did not expect to see that. Victor's and Conyers. Victor, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
10: Yeah, hey, Mark. Hey, Victor. Um, yeah, I was calling you about the, uh, the Coca-Cola and the peanuts. I, um, I grew up over in Mississippi in the Mississippi Delta, and uh, I, I remember back my dad i learned from my dad about the about the coca-cola and the peanuts we mm-hmm. used to go by these little chinese stores over there and uh we we called it the chinaman store oh boy and we would <laughs> stop by there and uh and uh i remember my dad he used to get these uh he'd get the the coca-cola in the low glass bottles and he'd get a bag of those um planters peanuts and pour that bag of peanuts in that
1: Coke bottle. And it had to and, uh, have been a bottle of Coke. I'm going to end this call yeah, before. Before <laughs> I'm yeah. going to end this call, Victor, before you tell me what you used to call Brazil nuts back in the day. Do you guys, do you guys know what that. Oh, God. I, got, I, got, I can't even tell that story. I'll tell it off the air. It's crazy. Anyway. Thank you, Victor. Uh, real quick, uh, some more odd foods. This one's actually pretty cool in Vermont. I've never heard of this sugar on snow, Chuck. They take fresh, fallen, clean snow, which there's a lot of in Vermont, and then they ladle maple syrup over it, kind of like homemade ice cream.
2: And people buy that? <laughs> it's
1: delicious. I don't know. I think they make it.
2: It's going to say.
1: You've, you make? You've had that before? <laughs> yeah. Fresh it's snow. Delicious. Interesting. All right. right, we'll we come back, more calls on unique foods and the legendary dustbuster. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back to the show on a Tuesday Eve. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Longoria still in, uh, uh, what's call it called? Disney World. Not land, Disney World. I sent him a text of all the uh, food we got today. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I have to admit, I didn't like the enchiladas. Really? Well, no. Tonight I had enchiladas; they're right. really good. The last time I had enchiladas, I was like, "Man, I'm done with them." And
2: I told you it's because you had the wrong kind, right? And they
1: brought who brought the right kind in today?
2: Today, uh, Dos Bocas came in and brought us a whole bunch of good stuff. Yeah,
1: and I had enchiladas; they are very good. I just had apparently a bad. one. you, you of, just
2: had the wrong kind.
1: Yes. Uh, so thank you for that. So I'm back on the enchilada parade. Okay. I still they're like burritos. burritos. No,
2: I still like oh. burritos better.
1: <laughs> but they're good. Like I'm not going to shy away. I mean, if you if you put a plate of burritos in front of me or a plate of enchiladas. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, still gonna, I'm still eating the burritos. Really? Yeah. But it's it,
2: easier? You don't need a utensil? I, I, I
1: don't know. I just like the whole production better. By the way, I, I, <laughs> okay. I posted, a, I'll have Johnny Kielbasa dive into this tomorrow, uh, Thrill List, which oh, is yeah. some online clickbait yeah. thing. Okay. They ranked the, the best 50 Taco Bell menu items from one to 50.
7: 50 items?
1: On, uh, there,
2: there's like 10 of them that are the same. Yeah, yeah there's they like just rotate. From like, sure. there's, yeah. fift,
1: there's been 50 items. Anyway, so that will come up tomorrow. We'll get back to your calls on the peanuts and the Coke in just a second. But I want to talk about the dustbuster. Raise your hand in the studio if you had a dustbuster at uh, when oh, you were a yeah. kid. Yeah, everyone? Still have them. Everyone except Dev Green. Um, I remember it was such a big deal. So apparently they came out mass marketed in 1979. And I bet my mom got one in 1980. And this was a game changer for, for people. Because before the dustbuster, you just had a vacuum cleaner. That was yep. it. And my grandmother had this thing. She didn't even have my grandmother didn't have a vacuum cleaner. She had this little push thing, one of those quiet ones. It was just yeah. I, I know,
2: with like the rotating yeah, brush. Yeah, exactly. whatever. Yeah, like it's like, even a hotel.
1: I don't think your whole life she had a vacuum cleaner. She just had this one thing that she she lived in an apartment in New York, so it was like a, it wasn't a big place. Yeah. But she would just like. There was no, no plug-in. It was just like a hand-push lawnmower. I was going say, it's yeah. like one of those hand-push lawnmowers. Yeah. But, but up until 1979, it was either that or a vacuum cleaner and nothing. And then the dust came out and everyone bought them. And Deb did some amazing uh, uh, research? research on this. A hundred million of them sold. I can believe it. A hundred million. And, and what's crazy is a hundred million sold and they sucked.
7: They were not good. Yeah, but they did just enough and got into places you couldn't get with the the vacuum cleaner. They found it was
1: like as as a functioning vacuum cleaner, it was awful. No, it was not good, but it was just functional enough, Chuck, that you wouldn't throw it away. You'd be like, all right, I can get the crumbs out of the couch with this. Yep. Or I can get in the corner and get the dog hair out of the corner. But it was like it was a horrible, horrible engineered thing. The sucking power on that thing. Was god awful. I understand. But but they knew they had a mediocre product. Yes. But they're like, we're selling this anyway. And they sold 100 million of them. And they're like, still available out there. I would imagine the 2019 version, Deb Green, is better than... I
2: think those are a lot better,
1: yeah. All right. They, uh, versions still exist. Uh, they can cost between $30 and $90. In 1978, so they were developed in 74. In 78, they eliminated the throwaway dirt filter bag and reuse a, uh, use a washable reusable filter bag in, instead. There is a dustbuster in the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C. An amazing story of success.
2: I think it's amazing what it was made for.
1: Well, what was it made for?
2: It was made for NASA. Oh, for NASA, yeah. yeah. Most
1: things come from NASA. They All wanted, the cool stuff does. Yeah, but you think NASA would have said, hey, this thing sucks. Can we get a little more power on it? I mean, literally, it, was, it could not suck up anything.
7: Well, maybe they maybe they downgraded it. The NASA version was like a four hundred dollars, <laughs> and they were like, "Look, well, yeah, yeah. so this isn't. We can't mass produce." This. Okay, I got you. So they That's were like, possibly. "Well, let's yeah, let's, yeah. let's let's dumb it down a little
1: I bit." I remember, like, it was so exciting when we first got the first dustbuster. Like, I think my mom like tricked me, like, "Oh, go clean with the
7: dustbuster!" Oh, like, yeah. I, I got tricked it was like all a toy. the time. Kind of, the stairs, yeah, I got tricked into vacuuming yeah. the stairs with a dustbuster, which probably took forty five minutes. How did you have stairs in a log cabin? Well, you'd be surprised. You can get a second <laughs> floor if you try oh, hard.
1: Very good. But I don't know. I just wanted to remember the Dust Buster, a uh, miraculous product that was awful.
7: Is I it? love the little shout out it got in uh, Back to the Future 2. What was it? Well, when, she, when he buys the, the, the dust jacket on the sports betting book. And oh, she yeah, goes, yeah. And if you're into dust, here's a nifty little thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1980s, exactly.
1: the Buster. Buster. exactly right. All right, back to the fall. I just wanted to throw out some uh, props and some shade to the Dustbuster. Al joins us on the Mark Air Show. Hello, Al hey Al, uh, how you doing bud what's going on brother another state of rhode island a
6: quahog or a stuffed quahog you should know that being that you're from connecticut that's a clan
1: my friend that is a clan well, right. that's right very good uh, there was uh so in in uh stuffed quahogs generally it's a portuguese stuffing with some sort of a sausage in there right Right, Chadice, and I am Portuguese. Chadice, exactly. Um, we, so we grew up, I don't, know, I don't know if this is insulting or not, and I apologize if it is, Al, but the town two towns away from us, maybe four towns away, was Naugatuck, Connecticut, okay? And yep, it I've been there many times. Huge Portuguese uh, population. And we would play them in football, and my buddy who used to play for Naugatuck, he goes, call the Portuguese kids pork chops, they hate it. it was, <laughs> is that, was that an insult? No,
6: not not at all. I'm, okay. I'm originally well from Portland, Rhode Island, but then I lived in Bristol, Rhode Island for
9: quite a while. So okay, That was a big Portuguese community back, well, it still is, but now I'm
1: living down here south, down here in the south and trying to adapt to the foods. Understood. We'll get the Coke and the peanuts. So, it's not a racial slur if I call a Portuguese person a pork chop. No, not to me. All right, fair enough. Thank you, Al. Good to hear from you. Uh, West Virginia food, not something I'll ever try. Fried squirrel. That's Appalachian living right there, fried squirrel.
5: O'Neill talks about cooking, hunting, and cooking squirrel,
1: but I'm not sad. stewed squirrel, not like, uh, but fried. Like we're gonna no. deep fry a squirrel.
5: Tim it's 2019. <laughs> there's no need to eat squirrel. Tim
1: is in Lilburn. Tim, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm
8: doing real good. Hey, Alabama has a fantastic white sauce for barbecue chicken. It's
1: Phenomenal. I've had that. I'm so I, I just can't believe Alabama's not on this list. That maybe it was a mistake. Maybe Tim. I'll, go, I'll I'll look yeah. at again.
8: It is excellent,
1: and it seems like nobody can make it except for the people that live in Alabama. It's really good. Excellent. All right, Tim. Thanks, buddy. Okay, bye. All right. Uh, Heather's in Noonan. Heather, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey,
6: Mark. Um, I just wanted to give
8: everybody that's not from Georgia a a little hint about the Bidaya onion. How you pick a sweet one is that the onion is flat. It's sweeter
7: than if it's round. So a
1: flat one is sweeter, or the round one is sweeter. The
8: flat one is sweeter. My favorite thing is cut up a flat and onion, a tomato, put some mayonnaise, and a little bit of salt, and that is dinner.
1: Let me ask you a personal question, Heather. How much? How much are you paying to rent that e-scooter you're, you're riding on right now? No, no, e-scooter. All right, it sounds like you're like on an e-scooter riding down West Peachtree Street right now.
8: No, I was stuck
2: in that traffic jam at, uh, on 85 South, so I haven't uh, even made it home
1: yet. I'm so sorry, Heather. I apologize. Don't worry. We got a traffic okay. update coming up in under six minutes.
2: All right. I found Alabama. Okay. I, I probably did it on purpose. Um, banana and mayonnaise sandwich. Uh, sounds awful. Uh,
1: my dad loves them. Really? It's gross. Like, banana and peanut butter, I'm not going to have it, but I can understand it. But, but they're both sweet. Had, yeah, but banana and
7: mayo... <gasps> sounds like a pregnant lady thing Ugh, now i don't even know a pregnant lady would do
1: that um jared is up next in uh canton georgia hello jared how are you sir excellent brother what's cooking so i called my grandfather
8: because i'm from north carolina my whole family's from north carolina about the rc cola mm-hmm. and he was a salesman for rc cola for 50 plus years and he said that the way the Moon Pie and RC Cola got started, that he went to the execs, and I called him to verify before I even called y'all, to, um, because his father, my great-grandfather, would have him bring home an RC Cola mm-hmm. and a Moon Pie every day from work. And his last account before he left as a salesman with RC Cola was Quick Trip. Okay. And I know the Quick Trip in, off of Sixes Road in Holly Springs. And the one off Town Lake Parkway and Woodstock has RC Cola.
1: So it's still available out there. And, uh, and it is.
8: At, and it should be at pretty much every quick trip by what my grandfather said.
1: But, so the RC Cola Moon Pie is verified. But what about RC Cola with the peanuts? Is that a thing or no?
8: No, he said that he used to always do pecans with his RC Oh, Cola. there you go.
1: I thought it was walnuts. But pecans, pecans. Yeah,
8: pecans is a, is a notice, good... Is notice a how Jared pecan- pronounced it?
1: Where are you from, Jared.
8: I'm from, I grew up here in Atlanta, but I actually spent majority of my life in North Carolina. Right. But my Be- whole family's from there, But too. for the
1: record, Southern Jared called them pecans, just they're, the way I do. They're pecans. Yeah. Well, Southern Jared, who knows RC Cola history, that's as Southern as you can get. He said it was pecans. Speaking of uh, Alabama, Tennessee's uh, unique food, the Fat Elvis Lots of peanut butter and mashed bananas on white bread. I could maybe get on board with that. Utah is just gross. Pickle pie. Uh,
2: No, not a pie. No. Chip-
1: chopped sweet pickles flavored oh, no. with cinnamon and allspice. No,
2: that's awful. Baked into
1: a pie crust. Pickle pie. Jimmy's in Winder. Jimmy, welcome to the program.
10: Hello, hello. Hey, uh, just back to the poke salad for a minute. I'm from Georgia. And I think that was a staple for the rural people uh, during the Depression and Mm. shortly thereafter. It did grow wild, and um, I've never had any. I I stuck with collards. I guess we were at the elite in the Depression. (laughs) (laughs) In the upper crust. There you go. There is a song called Poke Salad Annie.
1: Poke Salad
10: Annie? Uh Get your guys there to look it up and play some of it. It uh, was recorded in 1968. Jason Byers is on it right now. Muscle Shoals, Alabama, by an artist called Tony Joe White.
1: Tony Joe White. Yeah, and it's kind of an
10: ode to poke salad and it. Play it. Your listeners will uh, like it. We'll find it for
1: sure. So in in Connecticut, we didn't have poke salad, but we had uh, the Italians, the old Italian men would make dandelion salad. They would go pick dandelions in the fields. Did you have it? I I don't think I ever tried it, no, because I'm like, no, I'm not eating a dandelion. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Uh, Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. What's going on, brother? Hey, I'm actually in Dawsonville in a lift cab right now
10: going toward Dawsonville.
1: You're in a cab heading between Gainesville and Dawsonville. Well, I'm in well, I'm sort of in Dawsonville, but I'm going downtown. What do you remember
10: Mackenzie's girlfriend I used to have? Oh
1: yeah, of course. Oldie Bugs. Yeah, she's in
10: jail. What? So shocking. Yeah, her visitation is at eight thirty. She doesn't even know I'm coming, so I'm going <laughs> what to is see she, her. Is it what, a conjugal uh, visit? Yeah, conjugal visit, Russ. What's going on? I wish, I wish. What is she no, in jail she, for? Uh no, it's a traffic thing, but she didn't go to court.
1: Oh, that's she so, gotta go to court.
10: Yeah, so they're holding her till like,
1: Thursday or something, so See? I'm just going to get down there. That's what happens when you don't put your seatbelt on, Russ. Put your seatbelt <laughs> on, buddy. I will. All right, well, give, <laughs> give Mackenzie our best, and uh, I want an update tomorrow on your visit, if you don't mind calling back in. No, I'll call. All right, excellent, Russ. Give our best to Mackenzie.
10: Thanks
1: a lot. All right, uh, Jason, did you find Poke salad Annie? He says yes. He's going to play it right now as we go to break. Uh, by request on the Mark Aram Show, Tony Joe White... And a little poke salad, Annie. We'll come back, give away, the start of the show, finish up your calls. This is the Mark Aram Show, eating that poke salad. Uh, some of y'all never been down south too much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this so that you understand what I'm talking about. Uh, once again, we've run out of time. We need a longer show, Deb Green. Work on that for us. Uh, Deborah's in McDonough. Deborah, real quick, what do you have?
8: i just want to tell you i love your show leave those brazil nuts alone i'm originally from alabama and i know the word i know the name
1: i didn't know that until uh, i heard it i heard the other uh usage back in 2005 and my jaw dropped i had never heard that before
8: yes i want you to stay on the air because i love yeah, your exactly. show so leave
1: it alone thank you deborah i appreciate it uh tom is in canton tom real quick what do you have well, one of my old uh, country favorites, uh, make chili with rattlesnake and venison. That I would try. I, would, I actually would eat a rattlesnake. I'm scared to death that they're going to bite my dogs, any of the copperheads or whatever. But I would try a rattlesnake. i try to eat it. Eddie's in Dorville. Eddie, real quick, what you have?
10: Two pieces of wheat bread. Put uh miracle whip salad dressing on one side. Put your banana in half. Then the two halves, Cut them long ways and lay them down on the other side.
1: Peanut butter, I, I don't know if I said that. Not, not that. even if I was in prison. Ed, I got to go. Star of the show there, Jason Byers.
2: Mm. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the
1: show? Uh, Bill Crane and Erickson getting star of the show. Liz, Liz, you got six seconds. What can I do
7: for you, Liz?
8: Uh, I've got three things. The squirrel, I grew up in North Carolina. Uh, we had fried squirrels and the eggs were wonderful. Uh, we hit, My dad uh, skewed it with gravy.
1: So if I'm going to eat a squirrel, I'm going to eat the legs first, according to Liz Deb Green. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty,
2: baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
0: Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And Internet.